the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I want to just open this up. And by the way, there's eight verses. I should just read the whole thing here. But when uh, John says these words, it is a prelude to the bold judgments of wrath that are to come. He says, then I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues, for in them the wrath of God is complete. You notice what he says here about the seven last plagues plagues in the three and a half years of the tribulation that are truly going to be disastrous. And then he says in verse two, I saw something like a sea of glass mingled with fire and those who have the victory over the beast and over his image and over his mark and over the number of his name standing on the sea of glass, having harps of God. We noticed this in our last study about all the victory that's through the lamb who was given for us before the foundation of the world, the victory over sin, death, judgment, hell, all of these things is what Jesus brings. Well, he saw the number of those saints and he saw the number of his name and so on standing on that sea of glass, having seven harps of God. They are singing the song of Moses in which I just read. Now, when we get past that in verse five, he says, after these things, I looked and behold, the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven was open. So we know there's a heavenly temple where God's throne is. And this is open now. And out of the temple came the seven angels having the seven plagues clothed in pure bright linen and having their chests girded with golden bands. Then one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven bowls uh, full of the wrath of God who lives forever and ever. And here it is, folks, verse number eight. The temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no one was able to enter the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were completed. What about this temple of God, God's dwelling place? Oh, dear friend, did you know today that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit of God as you live today as a believer in Jesus Christ? But when you got saved, the Holy Spirit entered into you, and your body now is the temple of the Holy Spirit. I often hear people say, we're going to go into the sanctuary of the building and worship God. Well, dear friend, you are the sanctuary as a born-again child of God filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, looking at this today, we would say God in his temple, God in the temple brings out three real beautiful aspects in this text of Scripture. We know that we're dealing with the bold judgments. We know that we're dealing with the seven plagues, and uh, all of that is outlined for us in the next couple chapters. But look at this in light of all of that about God and his attributes, the, the power, the praise, the presence of
of God within the temple of God. First of all, notice the power. And by the way, there's no greater power than of God. That's why we don't need to worry, my friend. If God is all-powerful, which he is, he's omnipotent, then if you belong to him, he's going to take care of you, and there's nothing that's going to harm you that's, that God will not allow, but there's nothing greater than God that can take your soul away. So when I look at verse 2, I see something here that tells us about the powerful presence of God during the tribulation. You would think that Satan had the upper hand when all the things that were going on in uh, Jerusalem and so on that's described in the future. But Satan does not have an upper hand. God truly is above all. He says, and I saw something like a sea of glass mingled with fire. And folks, that is the population of the world in the disastrous things that the enemy is bringing upon the earth. And then he says, and those who have the victory over the beast. And how did they get the victory over the beast? Uh, by the way, that's through the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. And uh, over the image of the beast and over his mark and over uh, the number of his name. And they were all standing on the sea of glass having harps of God. There is a group of people during the tribulation that will be saved. And they're called the tribulation saints. Many of those are going to have to suffer for their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ because they would not receive the mark of the beast. And that mark of the beast is 666. Well, they have the mark of God and they are standing because they are those who have victory over the beast through the lamb of God who was slain. Now I look at this power and friend, I want you to know something. God has the power. God overcomes. God can do anything he wants to do. And by trusting him and believing in him, we have that power within us by the Lord Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, we say, boy, I got problems in my life that seem to be just destroying me and weighing me down and going to take me away. Well, friend, just remember this. Greater is he who lives within you than he who is in the world. The flesh, the body, the physical things may not last forever, but the Spirit of God does. And the, what's important here to remember is all the outward things that we are living with right now are only temporary what you have within is eternal. And when you are saved, when you're born again and you're in the family of God, not only do you have eternal life, but you have the power of God living within you. And so we rely on the spiritual. The physical is going to change, folks, and you cannot rely upon the things of this world. There are too many people worshiping materialism and things of this world over God. And God says, I will have no gods before me. I won't have anything to do with it and because he is the Lord our God. So remember to lean on the power of God through the spirit of God because even in this uh, section of scripture I've just read here, I saw something like the sea of glass mingled with fire talks about all the disastrous things and the population of the world. But those who have victory over the beast stood out because they are saved by the grace of God. And they have harps of God. Can you imagine that? Look at what John sees here and what he's describing. The next thing we see described here in this text of Scripture is the praise. Uh, because of the power of God, we have praise toward God. The song of Moses, listen, he says, look, they sing that song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. 
This is the song of Jesus. This is the song of the of the servant Moses. And it says this, great and marvelous are your works, Lord God Almighty. Oh, when's the last time you got up and you sang that song from your heart or said those words to the Lord today? Great and marvelous are your works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the saints. Hey, friend, is Jesus king of your heart? Well, if he's not, he should be. Because there's no greater king that you can have than the Lord Jesus Christ. And when I see this song of Moses, the song, I can't I can't help but be reminded about Moses himself and what he faced. Listen, he was between a rock and a hard place. He had the armies of Pharaoh on his back. He had the Sea of Galilee, or excuse me, the Red Sea in front of him. And guess what? God parted the waters for him to escape. And he walked through, and all the people of Israel walked through on dry land, and they were saved from disaster. The bad part about Pharaoh's army was they were all drowned in the Red Sea, and that was God's uh, wrath upon the enemy. Well, I look at this text today, and I'm thinking here about God's judgments and God's just being the just God that he is. You know, I've said this in the past on our broadcast. God is God of mercy and love and grace, and he's willing to take care of the sinner if the sinner will turn to him. But, friend, don't discount the fact that God must deal with sin. He must be the judge of the earth on evil, wicked things. And so looking at this today, and I love this part of it, where he talks about not only just and true are your ways, he says, who shall not fear you, O Lord, or glorify your name? Who would not fear God? Who would not glorify the name of the Lord? And, of course, there are those on earth that would curse God and everything else. And there are those in the tribulation, even with all the problems going on that you would think would bring man to his knees, what they're going to do, many of them, is curse God for all the problems that are going on. I hear it today. I hear people say, if there was a God in heaven, why would he let all these bad things happen? Well, dear friend, I want you to know something. He's taking care of us uh, in spite of the fact that there are bad things happening. He's provided a way of escape. What if Pharaoh and, his, and, and all the Israelites had said, oh, dear, I don't know if we ought to walk across on dry ground. I mean, after all, we ought to take the chance and let Pharaoh's army just overcome us and maybe we'll live through it. No, they saw the dry ground and they saw God's plan of salvation for them to get through to the other side. And you and I have to turn to the Lord Jesus Christ when it comes to getting over to the other side, if you please. Well, the praise was out there. Great and marvelous. Marvelous are your works. Oh, listen, God inhabits praise, dear friend, and he wants us to praise him. That is an offering that we give to the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, we know about the power of God. No one's greater than he is. He's all-powerful, omnipotent, and we have the praise we can give to him. God loves our praise, and he wants us to praise him because he is king of the saints. I love that terminology, praising God because he's king of the saints. Think about this, the tribulation, the terrible things happening, and these people cry out with victorious song, great and marvelous, Lord God Almighty, king of the, king of the saints, and he is just and true in everything that he does. Well, one thing about God in the temple, 
He brings power. He brings praise. And he brings the presence of himself. I love this part of it. The temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no one was able to enter the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were complete. And you know something, folks, today? That heavenly temple represents something for us as well. And I truly believe that the glory of God can fill your life and my life today if we allow him to have his presence made known within us. And when I'm looking at this today, I'm also reminded of the fact, yes, this is a future event on earth. It is something that's going to come. Those plagues, all of that stuff that's going to happen are horrible things that will take place. But there's a way of escape. And that's through the the Lord Jesus Christ. Is God living in your temple today? Is he in your life? You know, I think this is so important because when we recognize the power of God within us and we recognize that we praise him because of who he is and we worship him in that way and when we recognize his total presence, oh, my friend, you talk about fellowship with God, that's where it's at. I can remember a time in my life when I, after I first got saved, uh, I was heading over from Delaware to Washington, D.C. And I know if many of you have ever driven over the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, uh, it's quite a big bridge. And it's like you're just going up, up, up into the clouds when you're driving your car. Well, I was headed over there for a meeting and I was just a newborn babe in Christ. And I was having such a fellowship time with the Lord. I want to tell you something. I was in my car and I thought, man, I just want want to keep going and keep going and forget about going over the top of the bridge. I just wanted to keep going into the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And I thought, you know, maybe not today, but one day that's going to happen. And the Lord has told us that he has not called us unto wrath, but unto salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ, the power of God to save me, the power of God to keep us and the presence of God to show us the way in our everyday life. Oh, there's so many great things in this. No wonder why those stood up with a victory chant. No wonder why they said these words. Oh, man, great and marvelous are your works, Lord God Almighty. Hey, listen, do you have that song in your heart today? Hey, I love this text of Scripture because in spite of all the judgment going on, in spite of all the calamity and disaster, God is still on the throne, and it's about to come to a close, dear friend, when Jesus comes again. Oh, listen, we've got a lot to talk about on this subject today, about God in the temple and what's happening from heaven, what's going on within the believer right now. You know what's amazing about this also? During the time of the tribulation, we're not going to be here on the earth as believers. We're going to be in the presence of God with the Lord Jesus Christ. I can't wait. I don't know about you, dear friend, but I can't wait for that time to come. Hey, listen, we're going to get excited about this in our second half. I know because anytime we talk about the things pertaining unto God's presence, power, and praise, there's always something good that comes up within our lives. Well, we're going to take a a little bit of turn here and share with you some announcements that uh, are happening once again at Colonial Oaks Baptist Church in Sarasota, Florida. And uh, we praise God for what he's doing for his church and so many great events taking place. It's summertime, and uh, 
uh, we want you to come see us. So, Lindy, uh, would you share with us uh, all the exciting announcements about what's happening here at Colonial Oaks Baptist Church? Sure will. Well, first, let me give our weekly schedule at Colonial Oaks. On Sunday mornings, we have Sunday school classes for every age group, including infants. So you can bring your tiny little ones and they'll be taken care of. Now, that's at 930 in the morning. Adult worship service and children's church both occur at 1030 in the morning on Sundays. On Wednesday evenings through the summer at 6 o'clock p.m., our adult prayer meeting and Bible study with our own Pastor Gary. Wonderful group. Come on out at 6 o'clock on Wednesdays. Now, grab a paper and a pen and jot down a few notes if you want to. Where we're located. Our building is at 6901 Bee Ridge Road here in Sarasota, about a mile east of I-75 at the Bee Ridge exit. Our phone number for the church office, 941 941- Three seven seven twenty seven thirty seven. Again, that's nine four one three seven seven two seven three seven. Our website mycobc.com. Again, that's mycobc.com. Check out our website for information about all kinds of special events throughout the entire year. Now, Faith Answers is a radio outreach of our Colonial Oaks Church family. Because you have questions and God has answers. Now, if you happen to be searching for a solid Bible-believing church in the Sarasota area, hey, why don't you come and worship with us tomorrow morning at 1030? Pastor Gary's exposition of God's Word comes directly from the Bible. You know, he never compromises the entire counsel of God it's so important, and you already know that if you're looking for a solid Bible-believing church. So that's what you're going to get if you come here. Come and experience the warmth of our loving church family for yourself, and let us know. When you come here, let us know you're here. Introduce yourselves to us. We love to meet our listeners. Okay, now, if you just tuned in, you are listening to Faith Answers where you have questions, God has answers. You can contact the radio studio directly with your questions or your prayer needs. We love getting your questions. We love praying for you. We also have our entire church prayer team pray for you as well. You can text us or call. You can text 941-952-8797. Again, that's 941-952-8797 is the radio studio. Or if you wish, you can email to Pastor Gary, C-O-B-C at Comcast.net. Again, that's Pastor Gary, C-O-B-C at Comcast.net. Now, my friend, if we could just take a quick moment and quiet our hearts and examine a matter so very serious. It's about life or death. Please, let's reason this out together, okay? You know, the Bible clearly states that when the wrath of God is unleashed upon this earth, if you're without Christ, you will perish unto eternal damnation. The Bible tells us that the only way out is Jesus. It's going to happen, friend. The Bible also tells us that God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? That's what we're told in Numbers chapter 23, 19. Now, let's take a quick moment and talk about heaven. Now, you have to be saved if you want to get to heaven. Well, if you're not a sinner, you don't need to be saved. 
but only sinners go to heaven. Salvation's a free gift for the condemned sinner. And you know whether you're a sinner or not. You have to decide that. The righteous don't need a Savior. How do we know that? Romans 3.10 says there's none righteous. No, not one. So if you think that you're not a sinner, well, my friend, I hate to be the one to tell you, but think again. Don't think you can be good enough to qualify. If you think you've done more good deeds than bad deeds, well, too bad. That doesn't impress God at all. He says you can't do anything to qualify. And he says for it's for by grace you've been saved through faith. And you know why? He says this is not of yourselves. It's a gift of God, not by works, so that you can't boast. None of us can boast. God did it. We didn't. Dear listener, listen to this one. First of all, know that God loves you. Oh, he loves you so much. But you know what? He's angry with you if you've not believed him. He sent Jesus to the cross to reconcile you to himself. He wants you so much. In Revelation 3.20, Jesus says, Behold, I stand at the door, knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. It's a one-way door, my friend. Jesus is not going to pry it open. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in. Is the Holy Spirit calling you to trust God right now? It's not too late, but any moment, I promise you, it's going to be too late. We just don't know when that is. Please stay tuned. At the end of the next half hour, Pastor Gary will explain how you can escape hell and be saved unto everlasting life before it's too late. Back to you, Pastor. Oh, thank you, Lindy. Uh, You know what? God has a gift for every one of us, and he's handing it out to us through the cross and through the empty tomb. So we're going to be talking about that in our next segment. Hey, listen, I have a Bible question here that uh, I'm going to ask you, and then we're going to address this when we come back in our second half. Uh, The question is, how long until God invokes his judgment, and how long will he withhold it? How long will God's grace strive with man? You know what? Those answers are in the word of God, and we don't want you to go away because we're going to talk about that in our second half. So, dear friend, don't go away. Uh, We're going to break for the news and announcements here at the bottom of the hour. So stick around, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy, pastor of Colonial Oaks Baptist Church in Sarasota. To learn more, call 941-377-2737. We'll be back with more Faith Answers in a moment on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Hi, this is Tony Bunkley. As you may know, Bill's on the road to full recovery, and the whole family's looking forward to having you along on our pilgrimage to the Holy Land this November. Bill's worked closely with Boaz Shalgi and EDI Travel to craft an incredible itinerary. We traveled with EDI last year, and our trip was so inspirational. This time, we want you with us as we visit Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, 
Masada, even Petra in Jordan, and so much more. You can see it all, including Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy and a special dinner at Boaz Private Residence. As someone in the travel industry, let me say that this all-inclusive trip at just $3,925 is an incredible value. Join me, Bill and Zach, on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage, November 10th through the 19th. Call 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. I'll personally answer all of your questions or check out all the details at letstalkfaith.com. Are your credit cards out of control? Owe more than $10,000? Are you paying one card and delaying payment on another? Here's what's really happening here. Your credit card companies are shaking your hand while stabbing you in the back. They want you overextended. Even worse, they hope you think you have to pay it all back. Credit card companies have finally been exposed. There are steps you can take to become debt-free, and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $1 billion of debt. They're regulated by both federal and state agencies. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and have over 25,000 five-star reviews across accredited review sites. Do not take out a consolidation loan. Do not declare bankruptcy. Settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Call now, 800-948-4144, 800-948-4144, Weekday mornings at 9. Don't miss Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. That is the gospel message, the gospel defined. Jesus died sacrificially, he rose victoriously, and he offers salvation to everyone who believes in him. That is the gospel. Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage, weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk 570 WTVN, online at letstalkfaith.com. We say names for God, and we say things that we're thankful for. That was Chloe, a first grader describing Bible time at Sarasota Christian School. Sarasota Christian is a Christ-centered school that instills values in children no matter what age. Now meet Colin from 7th grade. All of the teachers here are meant to teach. There are some teachers that you'll always remember, and you just have such a fun time with, and it makes learning fun. And here's Lauren. I have attended Sarasota Christian School since I was in kindergarten, and now I'm a senior. Sarasota Christian School is a fabulous place to get an education. It provides such a wonderful environment that nurtures learning, building relationships, and growing in your relationship with Christ at the same time. Send your child to Sarasota Christian School. Visit sarasotachristian.org. That's sarasotachristian.org. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers and a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place you can find hope when there seems to be none. All your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us now online and on your mobile app at ChristianRadio.com. Looking to further your career as an electrician? Don't do it yourself. Team up with Mr. Sparky instead. We offer electricians of all levels great perks that you just won't get going in alone, like health, dental, and vision, and paid time off. So apply today and turn your dream job into a reality. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888 
Sparky. Terms and conditions may apply. Call for details. Independently owned and operated. Licensed in the respective state or county. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Faith Talk 57910 FM 102.1. As we feature some of the ministries that make up the Faith Talk family. Saturdays at noon, it's Pastor Gary Roy with Faith Answers. Let's continue the program now. Welcome back to Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Here's your host, Pastor Gary Roy. How long will God withhold his judgment? And will his spirit always strive with man? Oh, dear friend, there are answers to these questions found in the Word of God. Welcome back to Faith Answers. I'm Pastor Gary Roy from Colonial Oaks Baptist Church, along with my co-host, Lindy Rosenbaum. And we are studying the book of the Revelation. And by the way, this uh, 15th chapter deals with a whole lot of judgment that's lining up in those seven last plagues that are going to come upon the earth. But some would say... When is this going to happen? When will all this take place? And how long will it be before God says enough? Well, first of all, I want you to know, dear friend, God's got perfect timing. He's not waiting. He's not tarrying. He's on time with everything he does. And in his economy of eternality, he's already done things in his own plan. So we got to realize something that everything we ask about and the questions that are on our mind pertain to the timing of what we live here on earth on the the days that we live the days of our lives and so on 24 hours a day seven days a week and God does not work in that time frame because he is in the now and whatever God did a trillion years ago in our time frame or a trillion years from now in our time frame is all right now with God I know that's sometimes hard to understand But with God, he has uh, everything under control, and his time is right on time. So when we talk about, will God's spirit always strive with man, how long does God put up with the fact that man will reject him in this world? Well, I read in Genesis chapter 6 that the Bible says God's spirit will not always strive with man, and there comes a time of the hardening of the heart that uh, we kind of pass through a, a gate, or if you please, a time of hardening that says, you know what, no matter how much conviction the Holy Spirit brings to a certain individual, that they have passed that time because they have hardened their heart against God. I know some will say, well, you know, Pharaoh had his heart hardened by God. Well, dear friend, every time God convicts a person of sin and they say no to him, that is in essence God hardening their heart because of the no that they have given to God. So we're going to look at some things uh, in this text today about God's presence. And by the way, I want to talk more about the temple of God. You know, there's a place of worship that is in the temple of God. In, In Revelation, we're talking about the temple of God in heaven. But remember this, dear friend, as a born-again child of God here today, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Oh, so many things to talk about in so little time. And Lindy, uh, we got some great issues here to bring up today and want our listeners to just, you know, gather all this in uh, for for their benefit of knowing the Word of God. So go right ahead. Well, I have a question for you, Pastor. You know, just a moment ago, you were talking about 
uh, hardening your heart. If a person keeps hearing the gospel and they, they just harden their heart against it, they get choose, you know, reject, 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 that God will stop striving with them. He will stop with his Holy Spirit trying to, you know, soften their heart. And that's what you're saying, right? Yes. So yes. I'm wondering, would it be accurate to classify that act as the unpardonable sin that you cannot get saved from. Oh, I believe you're right. I, I Honestly, you know, back when Jesus dealt with the unpardonable sin, it was attributing the works of the devil to the Holy Spirit. And that's what he told those people back in those days. They, they, were, they were saying that what Jesus was doing were acts of Satan, and that was an unpardonable sin. Now, listen, listen to what I'm going to say today. The unpardonable sin is the work of the Holy Spirit to save a person's soul. So, in essence, it is in uh, the same kind of thing. It's rejecting that. It's rejecting what the Holy Spirit is doing in the life of the individual. Yeah. It is rejecting the wooing of Christ right. and the draw of God mm-hmm. through the Holy Spirit. Over and over and over, over, and, and, over, over again. and at some point he will just and go away. And the only sin that will send a person to hell uh, that God, uh, you know, he, he can't forgive is when we reject the the gift of God, the sacrifice of God to take our sin away through the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. So, um, you know, people say, well, murder will send you to hell or suicide will send you to hell. No, 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 friend. God forgives sin and he'll, he'll take care of any sin that you come to him with. But the sin of rejecting Jesus Christ as a sacrifice for your eternal life and your sin uh, is the fact that that is unpardonable. In other words, God can't just bypass that and let you go to heaven without accepting the gift. Right. If you refuse to believe and receive it, you're absolutely like you just said, Um, you're talking about people saying, well, you know, sin, uh, suicide is, you know, unpardonable or no, none of these things are. And I just want to point out something you and I spoke with. I think it was even last week we spoke about, and that is this whole sin business. Let's talk about sin for just a quick moment. Mm -hmm. The act of, uh, murdering someone, the act of having an adulterous relationship, the act of stealing these, we tend to call sins. Yeah. Well, the repentance that we are to have in order to we confess our our sin and and we repent from it we turn from it in order to get saved and receive Jesus i just want to underscore that the action that is visible that's measurable that's you know we did or we didn't is a result of the cause which came from a darkened heart mm. from an evil heart true it's not the action itself. The right. action is the symptom, the sin we are to repent from, we're to confess the sin and repent from the very fact that we reject God, that we view ourselves yeah. as knowing the right way and we don't we turn away from God. That's the sin. Yes. And and it all goes back to rebellion. It started right, in the garden. It, it continues today and it's called the sin God. nature 
that is in the in the life of a man yeah. or a woman yeah. that is born into this world. We are all born with a sinful nature. Yeah. What is nature? Well, nature says, well, it's natural for me to do this and yeah. natural for me to do that. That's what do good. we expect out of a person who's not saved? Yeah. They're going to sin. That's their That's nature. Right. That's right. And so we shouldn't be so shocked when we see people committing certain things. Now, it's the nature of their heart. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, a believer in Jesus Christ and has the divine nature of God, but that doesn't exempt you from the fact that you will sin because you still live in the flesh. Right. And this old flesh wants to rise up. We're supposed to keep that crucified, but it wants to rise up and do its own thing and still has that tendency to rebel if we don't walk in the spirit. Paul the Apostle wrote in the book of the Galatians, he said, he said, if we walk in the spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Do we, are we tempted? Yes, we're tempted. Paul talked about his temptations, and he said, the things I should do, I don't do, and the things I shouldn't do, I do. And he was talking from a believer's perspective. So, friend, just because you're not perfect out there in our listening audience, don't don't get disheartened here. Right. We all are imperfect in this body that we still live in. But one day, that's all going to be taken care of in the resurrection. When we're absent Ooh. from this body, listen... It's all going to be handled. God's got it all in place. But in the meantime, you have power over sin through the blood of Christ and through the Holy Spirit of God. And, oh, yes, Pastor. And at any moment, any any time of day, many, many, many times a day, we have the opportunity, we as believers... Um, this is to encourage people to not get discouraged. We can always stop what we're doing and evaluate what's going on. Are we walking in the spirit by faith or are we walking in the flesh by sight? You know, we have to navigate ourselves around in this world. You get up in the morning, you got to, you got to open your eyes and see that you don't trip over the coffee table. Right? Mm -hmm. So you have to use your eyes, but if we start tripping over a lot, tripping, tripping over a lot of coffee tables, maybe our eyes or our spiritual eyes aren't open. Right. Um, so, what I'm really trying to say is, we need to keep our eyes on Jesus, like Jesus was lifted up. We are to. I'm not saying this right, but as a serpent was lifted up in the in the desert, we are to keep our eyes on Jesus, and that will keep us walking in the Spirit Amen. by faith. So Amen. that's where our adjustment can be made many times every day. Absolutely. During the course of the day. Yeah. So we're going to mess up. Our eyes are going to get off it, but then we can go back. That's to it. true. And, you know, to explain all this, we have to remember that we are spirit and we are flesh at the same time. And so when someone says, I got saved and I'm never going to do any bad things again. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute here. That's just not true because the point of the matter is that we still live in the flesh. The spirit of God comes alive in us at the point of salvation. You know, prior to me being saved or prior to you being saved, there were some things that we tried to do out of the flesh to be moral and honest and tried true. Tried to be good. <laughs> yeah, tried to do the good thing. And humanly speaking, there are people that do good things. But friend, the Bible says our goodnesses, our righteousnesses, self 
righteousness is like filthy rags in the sight of God because there's none that doeth good, no, not one. And so when we get down to this part of it, and I I love to relate this to our uh, God in the temple thing, okay? Let's think about this for just one minute. If God is in the temple and there are certain aspects we talk about here, uh, aren't we the temple of the Holy Spirit of God? Is not God the, the Holy Spirit, God himself? Of course he is. So when we get into the realm of God in heaven and his position up there, during the time of the tribulation, guess what? You're going to be right there. I'm going to be right there because we are saved. Now, what does God do in us at the present time? Is not his power evident? I like what he says, you know, uh, uh, they have victory over the beast in, Re- in Revelation 15. Faith two, talk five. Victory over the beast, over his image, over his mark, over the number of his name uh, in the sea of glass, having the harps of God. I think about this in, in light of the fact that greater is he who is in us than who than he who is in the world. Satan does not have dominion over God's power. That's right. Us and meaning we who are saved. We who are saved. And that's the important part. If you don't know Christ is your Savior, you leave yourself wide open to all the, the, the evil of the world flowing into your life. And no matter how much you clean your house, out, you know, people say, I'm going to turn over a new leaf and I'm not going to be a bad person anymore, so on and so forth. If you try that on your own, you're going to fail because just like the man that was described in the Bible by Jesus, he went and swept these demons out of his house. And when he got the house all cleaned out, seven more came in to fill it up. And so it was seven times worse than it was before. And if you come to Jesus, he'll sweep them out for you. Absolutely. And he stays in there. And he stays. And the Holy Spirit's in there keeping them out yeah so the the point of the matter is here uh when we talk about the the power of praise and prayer and the presence of god within the temple you know we know this in the tribulation god is in control for three and a half years during the tribulation it'll look like god has no control at all but i want you to know that he's got it he's got it in his hand and he's got it right now friend uh whatever you're going through out there and i know that listen we're living in a time right now it's very very difficult. It's difficult because we have hatred out there in the world. Uh, it's difficult because people don't uh, respect the things of God. You know, not everybody. There's a group out there that truly understand. But there are people out here that need the Lord Jesus Christ. And my whole point about talking about the tribulation and judgment and wrath, and Lindy, I, I say this because. I, I know people and friends of mine and family members that aren't saved, and my heart weeps and breaks for their soul. Yeah. I don't care if I'm ridiculed till the day is long, but I want them to be saved. I yeah. want people to know that Jesus Christ died for them, was buried, and rose again to keep them out of wrath and judgment. Oh, so that's bottom line as to why we're here. Yes. And if we don't have our spiritual eyes open, which just talking about a moment ago, how they close all day long, but we always got to open them up again and ask the Lord to help us see these people as he sees them. Mm. Now we see them with our eyes and we just see them and we want them to know what we know so they can get saved. But what we, if we really look at them and see them as, as slaves, they're in bondage or in chains, we're not going to, I know, you know, I know. 
Uh, and, and that's the that's the eyes of the Lord right yeah. there. That's yeah. the compassion of God is what you're describing. We need to see people where they're at. That's why God sees them where they're at. That's why he did what he did to save us. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, thinking about, you know, the saved and the unsaved together, how many times have we encountered people or we all know the attitude out there of the unsaved, not all of them, but some of them where they think Christians are hypocrites, yeah. uh, that they're so, oh, they're so supposed to be perfect. Oh, and he says he's a Christian. They see us mess up. Well, hopefully not too terribly much, but you know, it's a process of getting sanctified. It's a process through our whole life of becoming more and more little by little more like Jesus. So some of, of us are kind of rough around the edges still, right? So um, it, 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 not, not an uncommon thought is um, that they think we're hypocrites. Oh, they think we're Christian, right? And they also think that we think we're holier than thou. No, 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 no. If you're listening to this broadcast and you're not a believer and you think that Christians think that they are holier than thou, well, I don't know, maybe you met one or two that kind of acted that way, but that's not right. They're not, we're not holier than, than anybody else. We are saved. Amen. We are broken down sinners, darkened-hearted sinners who light entered into, and we have life everlasting now Amen. with the creator of the universe. That's the difference between you and us if you're not saved. We're not some people that are better. No, we're sinners. They got that's right. saved. That's right. We want I, you to be saved. Oh, how true. How true. And, and I, that's what we cry out for here on this broadcast is that all would come to repentance and know Christ as their Savior. You know, before it's too late, I always hear this, get saved before it's too late. You know, I asked the question here coming into the second part of our broadcast, how long is it until God invokes his judgment? Well, I don't know. As a matter of fact, no man knows the day, the day or the hour of when Christ will come. And we, we have to leave that in God's hands. But I will tell you this, it's going to happen. There's, listen, I, I'm, you know, I hear the word amnesty used a lot of times in the wrong sense. Uh, amnesty. I, I'd rather look at it as mercy. Okay. Yes. Uh, and God, and God gives us mercy. It's not about an amnesty issue. That's a it's good about point. mercy. Right. And so when we look at these judgments and we say, well, I hope that doesn't happen. I hope that uh, chapter 15 is just something God will look at and say, well, we'll change it all at the end. Friend, it's going to happen. Judgment is coming. It's like the storm clouds on the horizon they are coming and it's time to get ready amen pastor this is uh, this is so exciting there's nothing more important of course every we were talking earlier yes. every single part of the bible always comes back to this yes, it's indeed. all about this um, I just want to read uh, Revelation chapter 14 verse 7 which we did two weeks ago um, talking about that it's you know, it's time to, today's the day of yes. salvation. In verse 7, uh, and he saith with a great voice, here's the message, fear God and give him glory for the hour of his judgment is come and worship him that made the heaven and the earth and the sea and the fountains of waters. Now this is being talked about 
and during the tribulation. Come yes. on, guys. Yes. Um, do it now before we enter the t- tribulation. That's mm. our message to you today. If you're listening, do it now. Amen. Do not enter the tribulation. Oh. Well, Call us if you have any questions about that. 941-952-8797. Yes, you have questions. God God. has answers. And sometimes people say, is this really going to happen? And the answer is yes. Yes, it is. It will happen because God said so. God's word is true. It is infallible. It is inerrant. And it will come. And you tell me anything that's been prophesied. That has not yet come, except the last few things that right. we haven't got to yet. If 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 anything has a one hundred percent track record, come on, wouldn't you be a fool to not believe the last couple things? Absolutely. I mean, this thing has never lied. This Bible. I'm sorry, I called it a thing, but you know, the Word of God, Amen. is true, always. Yes. Yes. And today, to those, you know, you have the the presence of God in your life. I'm telling you, this is a a joy that cannot be even the words can't even be describing is when we have the the glory of God filling within us. And uh, what is your hope of glory? It's Christ in you. And that is the whole point of why we're talking about this today. Oh, man, alive. We got one one more minute here. Lindy, go right ahead. I'll be very, very quick. I love that you just said that. You had said earlier in the program, you asked the question, is Jesus the king of your heart? You know, my friend who who's listening today, please do everything you can today to avoid this chapter, to avoid the chapter 15 of of uh, the book of Revelation. Why? Because what this chapter is about is as follows. I can say it in one sentence, Pastor. You ready? The worst is yet to come. You're right. The worst is yet to come. Don't wait for it. Amen, amen. And how can I avoid that worst is yet to come? Well, we're glad you asked that question, right? Okay. To some of you out there, you're listening today. You're saying, I know Christ is my Lord and Savior. I am secure for heaven forever. And thank God for that. But you know something? There may be someone listening today that's in their heart wondering, I I don't know what's going to happen when I die. I don't know where I'll spend eternity. Well, today you can know because the Bible says these things are written that you may know that you can have eternal life through the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, the the great uh, song of Moses, great and marvelous are your works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the saints. Who shall not fear you, O Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy, for all nations shall come and worship before you. One day, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. And dear friend, today, if you have any doubt, if you have any inclination that you're not saved, listen, friend, you can acknowledge Christ as your Savior today. Today, is the day of salvation now is the appointed time and in your heart right now would you pray this simple prayer oh dear god i know that i am a sinner because the bible says all have sinned and i know it 
And I believe, Lord, that you sent your son to die for my sin on the cross at Calvary, that you were buried and rose from the dead three days later, and that you live and you're coming again. Lord, I confess you today as my Savior and my Lord. There is none other. You are the way. You are the truth. You are the life. And I come to you by faith acknowledging you as my Savior. Oh, my dear friend today, if that's your prayer, we want to hear from you. Would you text us at 941-952-8797? 941-952-8797. And don't forget, listen, we're on each and every Saturday and Sunday at uh, Saturday at 12 noon and Sunday at 11 a.m. And next week, we're going to be covering, and here's your homework assignment, we're going to be covering Revelation chapter 16. So you want to study up on Revelation chapter 16. We're going to be talking about those judgments that are found in that chapter. But friend, I want you to know something. We have victory in the Lamb of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you have a prayer need, if you have anything that you want to share with us, you can text us at 941-952-8797. Well, that's all we have time for today on our broadcast. And on behalf of Lindy Rosenbaum and myself, we want to wish you a very blessed and Jesus-filled day. Don't forget to tune in next week and invite a friend to listen with you. May God bless you. You've been listening to Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. Faith Answers is a listener-supported program. Your generous gifts are needed to help meet the goals of providing solid Bible-based teaching that will strengthen the walk of those already following Jesus and through the power of the Holy Spirit, draw others into a saving relationship with Him. You can help support the Faith Answers Radio Ministry by visiting mycobc.com. That's mycobc.com. Or mailing your gift to Faith Answers CO Colonial Oaks Baptist Church, 6901 B Ridge Road, Sarasota, Florida, 34241. You can call Pastor Gary Roy at 941-377-2737. Your support is a true blessing to Pastor Gary Roy and the Faith Answers Radio Ministry. The best voter is an informed voter. Get to know the candidates on this year's ballot at the 2018 Candidate Forum, hosted by Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon, Friday, August 3rd, starting at 5.30 p.m. This free event allows you to meet the candidates running for local, county, and state office. Find out where they stand on issues that impact us all. The 2018 Candidate Forum, Friday, August 3rd at Bell Shoals Baptist Church. For more information, email 2018CandidatesForum at bellshoals.com. That's 2018CandidatesForum at bellshoals.com. Is it time to replace your home's carpet or flooring? Call Sears Flooring to get shop-at-home convenience you can trust. Sears Flooring brings the showroom to you with a wide range of carpet, tile, hardwood, and laminate. And if you call right now, you'll save 20%. Call for a free in-home consultation at 1-888-491-3939. Sears Flooring has many styles to match your home and your budget. Your new flooring will be precisely installed and your satisfaction is guaranteed. So call Sears Flooring right now and save 20%. Call 1-888-491-3939. Offer ends soon. Not available in all areas. Installation provided by Sears Authorized Licensed Contractors. License information available upon request. Call Sears Flooring. You'll save 20% if you call now. Call 1-888-491-3939. That's 1-888-491-3939. 
Sears. Hi, this is Dan Celia from Financial Issues. I want to remind you that every day from 9 to noon, Financial Issues, we're going to take your financial questions. You're going to hear about the economy. You're going to hear a little bit about politics as it relates to the economy and your ability to be a good steward of all that God has given you. Financial Issues with Dan Celia. Weekdays, 9 to noon, on our sister station, AM 1380, The Biz. You're an author writing a Christian book, so you may know this cheery little fact. Old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. You know your book is fabulous, but hey, if it's not what a publisher needs, eh, all you need is your book in print. You want it on Amazon. You want to spread the word the way you've written it. So do it. Forget old-fashioned publishing. Publish yourself with 21st century Christian publishing at Zulon Press. Fast and affordable, Zulon Press gives you the power to put your Christian book on the market the way you want it. Zulon Press knows your mission because they have the same mission. Publish your book. See it on Amazon. Be a published author with Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit Christian publishing.com get your book hot off the press zulon press find your free publishing guide at christianpublishing.com zulon press is a division of salem communications the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station wtbn pinellas park with srn news i'm keith peters in washington president trump and european commission president jean-claude juncker met at the white house today to try to resolve some of the trade tensions between the u.s and europe we want to further strengthen this trade relationship to the benefit of all american and european citizens this is why we agreed today first of all to work together towards zero tariffs zero non-tariff barriers and zero subsidies on non-auto industrial goods. Juncker was pleased with the idea. When I was invited uh, by the president to the White House, I had one intention. I had the intention to make a deal today. And we made a deal uh, today. On Wall Street, that out by 172 points. The Nasdaq rose 91. The S&P advanced 26. This is SRN News. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is brought to you by EDI Travel. Welcome to the 5 o'clock hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm Bill Carl. Today we're featuring some of the ministries that make a big impact here in the Tampa Bay community and are a vital part of the family here at Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. 
Dr. Joe Mo Cousins is the pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview and the host of Fresh Wind Radio, airing Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. here on Faith Talk. You can also listen online at letstalkfaith.com. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Be strong, confident, and of good courage. Oh, whoa, whoa. Now, what has God told you to do? Whatever he told you to do, you better understand verse 6. You want to be strong. You better be confident. Because guess what? People are going to tell you you don't qualify. People are going to say you're not ready. People are going to say this is not for you. But you better recognize that the verse says you better be strong and confident, whatever it is. And we got sidetracked. And all of a sudden, life hits. Now I have to get a job because I got kids to feed. And before you know it, you wake up and say, how did I get here? And I want to tell you today, it's not too late for you to get up. Yes, life may have knocked you down, but it's not too late to dream. It's not too late to manifest what God has called you to. So I tell you today, family, whatever it is that got you down, you got to get up. Whatever challenge has come your way, you got to get up. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something Part three of my series, you're in a place too small for your call. You're in a place too small for your call. As I thought about this message, a song jumped in my spirits. Uh, back in the day, there was a brother named James Brown. And he had a song, man, and, and the sermon to dive titles, Get Up, Get On Up. Now, we're going to play this just in case some of y'all young folk don't know about James Brown. Get on up, a little bit of west. My message today is get up, get on up. Look at him. And he's going to keep talking about you. As I thought about this message, uh, we're going to be teaching from Joshua chapter one today. Today we'll be teaching from Joshua chapter 1. If you don't have your Bible, we'll be on the screen for you. And right now in the book of Joshua chapter 1, uh, Moses, uh, the leader, has just died. And now it's uh, Joshua's time to step up. They've been in the wilderness for 39 years, and now is the time for them to step up into their call. And I don't know what you've been going through in your life, but there's a season of time where God's going to tell you to step up. And I don't know what situation or circumstance that you need to step up or get up from. But today's the day that you get up. I don't know what life has, what challenges life has brought your way. I don't know what has you down today. But this is the day that you're going to get on up. <laughs> because what I've realized in life, life will have challenges, vicissitudes, things that come at us that will knock us down. And you have to make up in your mind that you're going to get back up. This too shall pass. 
Weeping may endure for night, but joy cometh in the morning time. If God be for me, who can be against me? As Romans 8, 18 says, this is but a momentary light affliction. It cannot be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. So I tell you today, family, this is the season where we got to get up, get on up. As Joshua chapter 1 says this and verse 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses, my minister, Moses, my servant, is dead. So now arise, get up, take this place, go over this Jordan, you and all his people, into a land which I am giving them, the Israelites. Uh, what I realize many times in our faith walk, we have to understand that God, uh, God has stuff for you, but you have to get up and go. You got to go get it. Uh, I have a baby boy. He's a, he's a comedian. Uh, he, he thinks he runs stuff, praise God. And uh, if you allow Josiah, Josiah has a little lazy spirit in him. If you will just allow him, he will whoop you. Uh, he'll just say, get me some water. Now, there's water water bottle in the fridge, but if, if you allow him, he will whoop you. Anybody have them kids, that they'll just tell you like they run stuff. Uh, so, so, for a season, I would help him. But then there was a point in time where I told him, I said, buddy, you got to go get your own water. And what I'm telling you today, family, there's a season of time where God will do it for you. And then there's a season where God expects you to do it for, your, for yourself. There's a season of time where you got to get up and step into the call that God has called you to. Hallelujah. Verse 3, every place upon which the sole of your foot shall tread, that I have given to you, as I promised Moses. Now, if the Bible says everywhere your foot treads is yours, if you don't move, what you get? Ah. So now the question is, how many steps do I want to take? Now understand this, God don't put a limit on you, you put a limit on God. So the question is, how many steps do you want to make? How big is your God? He says, because as many steps as you step into, it belongs to you. The challenge is, we say, well, there's somebody already over there. Well, my mama would tell me this. Jomo, what is for you is for you. Just because someone is there now does not mean it belongs to them. Oh, pastor, give me some revelation. See, some of you have driven some cars that somebody owned before you did. Hallelujah. But now it's your car. Hallelujah. Somebody has a house that belongs to you. Yeah, they're there now, but see, God said it's yours. So what I realized with God, God will say it's yours, but you have to go get it. Just because he called you to it doesn't mean he gives it to you. He'll call it to you, but you got to go get it. Ooh, thank you, Father. So action must be taken. Nothing plus nothing will get you nothing. So if they did not move, there was no expectation. You can't win if you don't get in the ring. How can you win in the game of life if you don't play? The challenge is sometimes life has given us some challenges. You know what I realize? The majority of us in here today are not living what we dreamed. When we were younger, some of us had dreams of being astronauts, pilots, lawyers, doctors, whatever it is. And for whatever reason, something happened to us. Abandonment, abuse, addiction, incarceration, 
had a baby too soon, dropped out, whatever it is. And we got sidetracked. And all of a sudden, life hits. Now I have to get a job because I got kids to feed. And before you know it, you wake up and say, how did I get here? And I want to tell you today, it's not too late for you to get up. Yes, life may have knocked you down, but it's not too late to dream. It's not too late to manifest what God has called you to. So I tell you today, family, whatever it is that got you down, you got to get up. Whatever challenge has come your way, you got to get up. He says, everywhere the sole of your foot shall tread shall be yours. Verse 4. From the wilderness and this Lebanon to the great river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites. Everyone say Hittites. Uh, the land God called you to had people already there. The Hittites. So sometimes God calls you to a place that makes absolutely no sense. The land of the Hittites, the great Mediterranean Sea in the west to your territory. Verse 5. No man shall stand, be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I with Moses, so I'll be with you. I will not fail you, nor forsake you. What is for you is for you. No man can stop what God has called you to. They may try to slow you down, but what God has called you to, no man can stop. And if favor's on your life, you better get out of a favored man's life. Because you can't stop what God has called them to. So I tell you today, family, don't let setbacks and slowdowns stop you. Because they will happen. But the key thing, family, is understand, what did God call me to? What did God say? I know when, when I was going back and forth from whether to, to, to start a church or not, I'm going back and forth. I'm asking for everybody's opinion. Do you think I could be a pastor? No. I had one, one, one friend, he, he, uh, he, I asked him, I said, man, do you, do, do you think I could be a pastor? He said, well, let me ask you a question. How many kids you have? I said, I have two. And, I, and my wife's pregnant now. He said, did you plan that pregnancy? I said, no. See, see, you ain't ready. I said, I guess I ain't. And I looked back because I was looking for a man to say, start. And my wife came to me one day. She said, Jomo, are you scared? No, 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 no. I ain't never scared. But she said to me, Jomo, what did God tell you to do? He told me to start a church. So, so why are you waiting for man to validate what God has already said? So many times God tells you to do something and now you're trying to find a cosigner. Can nobody cosign after God has signed? Once God has said it, no man. And so many times we're trying to wait for someone to cosign what God told you. What is for you? And no man will understand what God sees in you. So that's why we're here today, y'all. Because God said do it. I didn't expect this. But I realized I had to get up. The company I worked for closed down. And I sat home for six months trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. 
And God said, you're going to preach. And I sat home even longer. And they said, you're going to preach. I sat home even longer. To the point where my wife, I, I was on the floor praying one night. And uh, You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you his current teaching series entitled How to Hear God. This nine-part series unlocks the secrets to experiencing God's voice in fresh new ways, and it can be yours today. Simply log on to our website at freshwindradio.com and click the Donate tab. All of us at Freshwind want to thank you for continuing to give to this listener-supported radio broadcast. We all know communication is important to developing any relationship. But when it comes to our relationship with God, communication is vital. Prayer is the key to strengthening the lines of communication between you and God. And Dr. Jomo Cousins wants to help you build that conversation by sending you his prayer CD. For your gift of any amount to this radio ministry, Dr. Cousins will send you this audio compilation of prayers pulled right from the Word of God. So to give your gift today, simply visit our website at freshwindradio.com. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. She came out, she saw me on the floor in a puddle. She said, you all right? I said, yeah. I'm just asking God what to do. <laughs> and and I, 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 she said, what is he telling you now? I said, he's telling me to be a preacher. She said, well, you stay down there until he give you another answer. Because, see, when God tells you something, it often does not make. And I tell you today, family. Whatever has you down, you got to get up from. Because just because you're down doesn't mean you're out. It's just a season you're going through. See, what I've learned in my life, the pits of life provide proper perspective. I'm going to say that slow. The pits of life will provide you with proper perspective. Because once you get down to nothing, you start listening a lot better. When the wheels fall off, you start to figure out, okay, okay, let, let, me, let me slow down. What is God really telling me to do? So in that season, God spoke to me. Verse 6. 
Church, look at the screen. Let's read it together, church. Verse 6. Be strong, confident, and of good courage. Oh, whoa, whoa. Now, what has God told you to do? Whatever he told you to do, you better understand verse 6. You want to be strong. You better be confident. Because guess what? People are going to tell you you don't qualify. People are going to say you're not ready. People are going to say this is not for you. But you better recognize that the verse says you better be strong and confident. For you shall cause this people to inherit the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Verse 7. Let's read again, church. Only be what? And what? Now, why does he keep repeating this? Because here's the reality. They, they, they say that fear is mentioned 365 times in the Bible. And every time God gives a command, right after the command, he says, fear not. Because as soon as God gives you the command, the next thing that comes up is... Because you're about to step into your next season. And as soon as God's called you there, the first thing you start saying, well, I don't know about that. I don't know if that's possible. How am I going to do that? How are we going to build a $3 million church with no loan? Guess what, y'all? We're going to be there next month. Well, how do you do it? Well, we walk by faith. Only be what? Strong and what? Now, come on. that you may do. See, you can't do if you're not strong and courageous. According to the law of Moses, my servant, I command you. Last uh, uh, Friday night, my son had a game in Spring Hill. That's about an hour and a change away. And uh, we get out to Spring Hill. Jomo plays the game. He does pretty good. Uh, they lost the game, but, but that's neither here nor there. So now it's 9.30. I leave. Uh, his grandparents are there to see him play. I leave. I'm almost to, almost at 75 to go back. No, uh, the veterans to go back home. They call and say, man, the, the truck won't start. I said, okay, well, I guess I'm turning back. So I turned back. So then they call AAA. Now y'all know AAA don't come fast. Ooh, they should call it Triple C. But anyway. Uh, so, so, so we sat out there waiting for the AAA to come. It comes. They put it on the, 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 the flatbed. So now, you know, you're an hour and a half away. It's probably 10, 15. So you know you're not getting home till about midnight. Now I have to be in Plant City preaching a conference in the morning. Now, I wanted to go home and study my stuff a little bit, but, you know, it didn't work out the way I wanted to work out. So we get home 12-something, and then uh, uh, Charmaine's mama said, man, y'all got any food up in here? I said, well, Charmaine made some chicken wings for the kids. So I'm already tired, frustrated, and I'm fasting. <laughs> and, man, she took them chicken wings out, y'all, and put them wings in the microwave. And you know that aroma? And, it, you know, there's not much to eat when you're fasting late. So the devil started talking to me. Has he been talking to you too? So uh, I went into the pantry and I closed the door behind me. <laughs> and I talked to myself. You know how you start rationalizing? Corn syrup is actually corn. <laughs> Come on, you know it.
Well, if the sugar came from sugar cane, is it really sugar? And I sat there and I thought with myself. Now, I could just have a Nutra-grain bar. Nutra-grain. Fiber. Charmaine said, look at the back of the box. Sugar. Corn syrup. She said, Jumbo, is that on the fast? You know, you know, she likes making jokes about me. So I said, no, it's not on the fast. I said, well, I'm going to go get me some water and go to sleep. But what I, what I thought about was, in the midst, once you make up your decide, mind that I'm going to fast, I'm going to do this, I have to make up my mind that I have to be strong and courageous. Because the enemy is going to have Popeye's, Papa John's, and it seems like everybody want to give it to you for free. They never asked to take you out before. But for some reason, when the Daniel fast start, everybody want to take you out. They want to bless you with food. Come on, just have a sip. You ain't talk about buying me nothing all year long. Now you won't take me out. You went to Chili's last night. And uh, my son, he orders the old timer, the big cheeseburger. And then and Josiah orders the, the pepperoni pizza with the french fries. And in my house, what I, I usually eat Josiah's leftovers. I'm one of them greedy fathers. I done paid for it. We finna eat all of this. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yes, Lord. I'm finna eat this. And I just saw the pepperoni juice coming off the pizza. Anybody just want to taste some pepperoni juice right <laughs> now? If you have never fasted before, you don't know what I'm talking about. But if you start saying no, <sighs> anything worth having will never be easy. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get. What you've always got. The doctor said to Jomo, I'm not talking third person. He said to me. See, my wife said thank you. Because sometimes my English is not necessarily proper. But I'm working on me. See, I fixed that. See, that's good. And uh, they said you need to lose 20 pounds. So I said, okay. I started working on it. I don't know what I am. I'm going to get on a scale in February. I said, I'm not going to look at scale in February, but I know my clothes are starting to fit differently. And I, I said, you know what? <clears throat> if you want something you've never had, you got to do something you've never done. So you got to cut something. You can't add something to your life without taking something away. You got to make a sacrifice somewhere. And everyone wants success, but you want to microwave success. Let me help you. You will not have the baby without stretch marks. You, 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 we, we want breakthroughs, but we don't want to be stretched. Look at y'all. I rebuked that. I got cocoa butter, and I was rubbing it all over my belly. I ain't got it. <laughs> it's a metaphor, okay? We want the breakthrough, but we don't want to be pushed. You won't get to the next level without getting pushed past the old level. You will have to get pushed out of your comfort zone. That's why you have to be strong and be very courageous because they're going to be Hittites. Hittites, a.k.a. haters. 
that may not want you to get where you want to be. And you have to understand, I got to stay focused. Only be strong that you may do according to all the law of Moses command you. Look what he says. Turn not from it from the right or left that you may what? Prosper doesn't mean money. It means nothing missing, nothing lacking. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. God is doing something new. I feel it Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Veggies in a Capsule. I've got uh, enclosing spondylitis, which is a arthritic disease, calcification of the major joints and spine, and I just don't have the pain that I used to have. It's really kind of uh, amazing. Balance of Nature has been an amazing product. Uh, I've recommended it to literally hundreds. Of, I'm a pastor, and I've said, y'all, just try it. Give, it. give it a month. Give it a try. And so hopefully they have. But uh, it's it's an amazing product, and uh the neatest thing is when you first open up that bottle and you can smell the fruits and vegetables. I, every time I open one, I just get a big kick out of that. When you call, use discount code NOW. And we'll take 35% off your first preferred set of fruits and veggies and have them shipped to you free. Call 800-246-8751. That's 1-800-246-8751. Or go online to balanceofnature.com. And use discount code NOW. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. God will take the Jewish people from the nations and gather them into their own land, sprinkle clean water on them, give them a new heart, a new spirit, and they will live in the land that God has given to our forefathers. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? With a company who wants you for your life skills as well as your job skills? Find a career you can believe in. Find your true calling at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings in the Christian sector. Get connected with outstanding employers that share your values and understand there's more to you than what's in your resume. I've always wanted to focus my energies in the 
Christian community because, to me, having a career means more than just a paycheck. ChristianJobs.com allowed me to apply all my skills in a meaningful way. Find your true dream job today at ChristianJobs.com. I found not only my dream job, but my calling at ChristianJobs.com. Once you see the long list of quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Visit ChristianJobs.com, ChristianJobs.com. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. Thanks for listening to The Bill Bunkley Show. Today we thought we'd take a moment to feature some of the ministries that impact so many lives across Tampa Bay. As vital members of the family here at Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. When it comes to apologetics and intelligent design, no one has a greater depth and breadth of knowledge locally than Dr. Tom Woodward, founder of the C.S. Lewis Society. You can dive deep into the big questions and the big answers Saturday mornings at 1030 during The Universe Next Door. Why do we exist? Were we created with a purpose? Or are we just here by chance? What are we to believe about life, faith, and worldview? Welcome to the Universe Next Door, focusing on answers to the questions we all consider. The Universe Next Door is sponsored by the C.S. Lewis Society and Trinity College of Florida and supported through gifts from listeners just like you. Discover more resources and continue the conversation at apologetics.org. And now your host, the research professor of Bible and theology at Trinity College of Florida, author and speaker, Dr. Tom Woodward. Welcome to The Universe Next Door, where we are excited to be talking about apologetics, the evidence that points to the truth, to the confirmation of the message of Scripture, the message of biblical Christianity. Uh, You know, Bill, I was just talking with a group of men here, their attorneys, their businessmen, their men uh, at the top of their ladder in their development of their career, but it was just so wonderful this uh, morning to be able to share in the fellowship Mm. in Christ and to mutually build each other up in our faith in Christ using John Stott's book, Basic Christianity. And, uh, you know, I'm just thinking that's what the Christian faith is all about. It's, It's not just we're like on our you know, lonesome, the Lone Ranger idea, we mutually support each other. And that's what this program is all about, is building each other up in our common faith by by just, uh, you know, sharing our, our doubts, our concerns, our questions, and saying, hey, I'm excited to discover this and to understand the truth of Christianity. Well, we're so glad to be able to share it with you. And if you're a longtime listener, or maybe somebody who's just joined us on The Universe Next Door recently, we would love to hear from you and hear how this program intersects with your life and how it uh, impacts your thought processes and the way you 
a look at God and creation and apologetics, you can contact us at apologetics.org. That's apologetics.org. And we're excited to remind everyone that you can also, as an email uh, point of connection, uh, just use information at apologetics.org. I, I sometimes forget to, to mention that that's our most direct way of reaching me or any of our team here in the ministry of the C.S. Lewis Society. Uh, if you want to check us out, we're actually listed uh, the IRS uh, for, uh, you know, some people prefer to use our other name, uh, Apologetics Incorporated. But we're we're blessed to have the website, apologetics.org. Some people say, how did you get that? And I just say, we asked for it. And it was there. <laughs> and it was there. It was available in 1995. <laughs> That's right. I think the, the next day after we got it, probably 15 other people jumped in and said, well, sure. can I have Apologetics? No, it's taken. Done. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So we are excited uh, to be sharing with you. There is a lot of new video material we're, we're prepping. So if you keep prayer lists, uh, if you follow ministries with their prayer requests, we can ask you to just uh, join us in prayer as we are very much in the thick of working with a, a great team at the Digital Light Bridge up in the uh, north end of Tampa Bay. They've been uh, helping us with our web uh, you know, presence for a number of years. We're working with another group of people that were able to put on the Intersect a ministry uh, from about oh, two years ago, and for we're hoping to uh, be able to feature a lot of new material, both from the Intersect Conference and other conferences that we've been been holding. One of them that attracted almost seven thousand people to an arena in Bangor, Maine. Uh, we hope to have those some of those talks available within the next thirty days. Isn't that mm-hmm. exciting? Praise God! Yeah. yeah. So uh, keep uh, keep up on our our web presence, especially with the additional video material. And I want to just mention that uh, there is a mandatory bill. Uh, I just found this out yesterday. Dr. William Lane Craig, you know him, one of the leading. We've had him on the program. Yes, a great uh, apologist, one of the most important figures in apologetics today. Uh, He has his own incredible ministry, Reasonable Faith. Well, if you just Google uh, or do a YouTube search, Reasonable Faith Animated Videos, it will bring you to his uh, folder of seven, I think it is, seven animated videos. And we're going to be, de- be developing our own animated videos to represent our material. But his his animated videos are spectacular, and we're going to be actually uh, giving uh, excerpts of them over the next few weeks. But I would encourage anybody who wants a quick, totally enjoyable crash course on the strongest arguments for God and the most powerful evidence for Jesus Christ, who he is, what he did, what he accomplished on the cross and through conquering death. Just go to uh, YouTube and just watch. And they're like four or five minutes long, each of them. Uh, and just put in Reasonable Faith or William Lane Craig and then Animated Videos. They are nothing less than spectacular. So my, my hat goes off to uh, not only Dr. Craig and the Zangmeister uh, Enterprise that put these on, but all those who made that possible through their funding of those animated videos. Well, today we're going to be turning to the hypothesis specifically about the Christian theistic God concept, the the contention or the claim that there is one God and that he exists as a triunity, a fellowship, uh, a community, if you will, of three persons. And so the one God, Father, Son, Spirit, uh, this is a truth that was hammered out from scriptural uh, revelation very, very quickly in the Christian era. Uh, basically, God brought out this information and clarified it through the New Testament. And uh, and it's something that both the Eastern Orthodox, Roman Catholic, and Protestant, all three branches of Christianity, 
percent, 1,000% endorse the truth of one God who exists wonderfully uh, in love and justice and righteousness and purity and truth and all the fantastic qualities of one God in three persons. But how do we know, really, other than someone telling us that this God exists? How do we really ver- verify? How do we confirm or vindicate the claim, which is really an important uh, foundational claim for everything that we decide, everything that we live uh, on, we, we live on the basis of truth, or we should, how do we know that this is true? Now, you may say, well, it works for me. Well, <laughs> the therapeutic answer, it works for me. Well, you know, what you works know, there, for me may be... There are people in 12-step programs mm-hmm. um, who are atheists or agnostics, and, and that program works for them. Mm-hmm. I, I met a guy one time who said his higher power was a baseball. Oh, really? Um, and, and, you know, and I'm not making yeah, fun. No, I'm not mocking. But, I'm not mocking yeah, him, and right. I'm not mocking that. I'm just saying that the argument, it works for me, mm-hmm. is not kind of the be-all, end-all argument. There are many things that, quote-unquote, can work for us for a, for a small time or for a long time, and yet still not be the truth. Absolutely. And that very idea of it works for me, is that the important criterion uh, for knowing about God and knowing about Christ or Christianity? Lewis addresses that in his essay, Man or Rabbit, and, and we actually have on our webpage at apologetics.org, in our webpage called Lewis and Aslan, we have the YouTube um, spoken form mm-hmm. of that essay, Man or Rabbit. And uh, at the conclusion, Lewis says, well, you know, Christianity is, is someone says, well, will it, will it really help me? <laughs> Lewis says, well, don't you really want to know whether it's true first, whether whether or not it will help you? Don't, and, and well, uh, maybe. Well, he gets to the end. He says, "Well, actually, it will help you." But the most important fact is that it's true. Mm-hmm. You know right. that it has a, a factual basis. And so, uh, but as we we were mentioning last week, this whole idea of a hypothesis, which is a common term in science, of an idea that will explain the data. Okay, so we're, we're detecting things, whether it's through a microscope or a telescope or chemical analysis. We're finding some new phenomenon. Well, why is that? You know, how do we explain this? Oh, I have a hypothesis. I have a, an idea of what's going on behind the scenes that would explain everything we see. Mm. That's the idea of a, of a hypothesis since the really the 1600s and the ideas of Newton, Kepler, Galileo, and, of course, later's, uh, later on, Lavoisier. Uh, revolutionized chemistry when he discovered that there is such a thing as oxygen. And this old theory of phlogiston was tossed aside into the ash heap of history. <laughs> what is phlogiston? Oh, go read it up in uh, your Wikipedia yeah, page. One of those, yeah, yeah. The, the four humors. That's right. Know, but, yeah. And so, but the, but the reason that the new hypothesis worked is that it explained the data. So Lewis, in his, and we mentioned this last week, so this is kind of a continuation, this is part two, if you will, of uh, what we see uh, from last week, and that is that the hypothesis of Jesus Christ being God and being the second person in the triune God and having come to earth, having penetrated the, the universe he made down to the level of humanity so that he could live among us, live that perfect life, and then lay that down as a substitute for our our messed up, rebellious, sinful life, and then through that swap, through that exchange, that that substitute, then he could come back up and bring the universe, the redeemed universe, up with him. 
Now, not everybody is redeemed because some people harden their hearts and they resist the the warnings that we have a sin issue, we have a sin problem, and they just kind of push it aside. And Christ says, no, don't do that. I, I stepped in. I took your place. And that's where Isaiah 53 comes in, and we, we could you know go into that separately. But I, I just love what Lewis says, and I'll just repeat it again as we dive into more science data today. That this uh, the the crucial point is the, the resurrection of Christ. He had defeated death. The door which had been always locked had for the very first time been forced open. I love that phrase. This is something quite distinct, says Lewis, from mere ghost survival. I don't mean that they just disbelieved in ghost survival. He's talking about the Old Testament saints. On the contrary, they believed it so firmly that on more than one occasion, Christ had to assure them that he was not a ghost that he was actually back in bodily, soul, spirit, bodily form. And so he asks the question uh, at the near the end of this essay, is whether any hypothesis covers the facts so well as the Christian hypothesis. And then he adds, that hypothesis is that God has come down into the created universe, down to manhood, and come up again, pulling it up with him. And the alternative hypothesis is not legend nor exaggeration. No, the apparitions of ghosts is either lunacy or lies. So what I want to do is tackle again, uh, take us into another uh, vein, another area of scientific evidence to check out the science side of the God, the Judeo-Christian God hypothesis. So stay tuned as we dive back in the God hypothesis part two. One of the hallmarks of intelligent design is the amazing double helix molecule, DNA. And maybe you've heard Dr. Woodward talk about the DNA molecule model that he's commissioned and is since used as an incredible teaching tool for apologetics and in the classroom. The digital code found within DNA is compared to the code language used by a modern computer. And now for a limited time, you can own your own copy of this colorful 37-inch dynamic DNA model at an incredibly low price. Check out the special limited time offer at apologetics.org. That's apologetics.org. This twistable model is perfect for learning about the wonders of biology, whether you're age 9 or 99. The model zips open and closes again using embedded magnets, and its seven-color system, along with the model's own catchy song, makes it an ideal surprise gift or an incredible hands-on classroom tool for your favorite teacher. Order your copy of Dr. Woodward's Dynamic DNA Model today at Apologetics.org for a very special price. Again, it's a limited-time offer at Apologetics.org. Click on DNA and the universe next door and enjoy this unforgettable learning experience. Order yours today at Apologetics.org. Welcome back to the universe next door, focusing on questions of life, faith, and worldview. You can learn more about this program and tap into further resources at Apologetics.org. And now your host, the research professor of Bible and theology at Trinity College of Florida, author and speaker, Dr. Tom Woodward. Welcome back to the universe next door, where we are considering evidence for the God hypothesis. I love to use that phrase, and I'm now using it more and more with my lectures on C.S. Lewis. Because after all, Bill, he used it himself. There you go. You can't get any any closer than that. No, you can't. So Lewis um, loved the the work 
of um, G.K. Chesterton, who inspired him. Uh, he was one who also would think in very crisp and clear, logical terms about Christ. Uh, Lewis actually developed his Lord Liar Lunatic argument based on, I think, primarily based on Scripture and the encouragement, the example, if you will, of G.K. Chesterton in his book, The Everlasting Man. Uh, Chesterton kind of set it up, and then Lewis comes along like a volleyball player and spikes the ball. <laughs> okay, that's kind of an athletic image there for you. you. So uh, what what we see in Lewis's work is not so much, you know, working in the area of science. He, he did comment more and more near the end of his life. Uh, the discarded image has some powerful statements warning us about science trying to move in and kind of like take the place of theology and philosophy and say, I'm the king of the mountain. You know, I will tell you what's true and what's not true. And Lewis says, boy, that's that's danger time. Mm. Danger, Will Robinson, danger, to use the phrase from the movie. But um, Lewis actually uh, deferred to scientists. I think it was very proper to, to consider what science is telling us. One thing that Lewis did say in in regards to, let's say, the idea that man is involved in some evolutionary scenario of one kind or another, is that if he's doing anything in evolution, he's devolving. He's moving backwards. That is, it's a downward spiral, not an improvement, not an advancement, not a uh, evolving to a higher, more sophisticated system. So I think that I would agree with Lewis. I think he dimly saw from that perspective the mid, mid to late 50s, early 60s, he died uh, in 63. So Lewis uh, passed before the cracks in the current theory really began to appear. So he was ahead of his time, in my view. But let's getting back, let's uh, try to get back now to the issue of scientific evidence that confirms, that validates, and vindicates the Christian message that we are created, not evolved step by tiny step through natural processes, but that we are masterminded by an incredibly brilliant designer namely the creator God of the Bible. One of the things that I've been looking at is RNA news. Now, RNA is the copy of DNA, and we were talking last week a little bit about the um, uh, exit, the passage through that circular gateway in the nucleus of uh, snippets of RNA that are actually packaged. They have this kind of like folded format, and they have a little exit ticket, uh, it's called the Glee One, Bill. Isn't that cool? The Glee One. Yeah. Okay. So if you're singing with great glee, that means I have my ticket. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's really poor. Uh, so the, the, <laughs> the Glee One ticket is actually presented, and these little basket and finger-like fronds feel for the ticket, and they say, yep, it matches. You can go. So it allows the RNA to pass out of the nucleus and into the cytoplasm where that RNA is pulled into a reading machine a factory, a microscopic factory called the ribosome. And there are thousands of these ribosomes, as it were, embedded in the mesh, in the uh, matrix of the cell's environment outside the nucleus. Well, how does it get outside the nucleus? It has to pass through, and then it surrenders the ticket. We were just explaining this last week. Mm -hmm. Well, what about that RNA itself? Is that RNA itself showing design? Well, absolutely it's showing design. Several ways. Number one, When the RNA is actually copied from the DNA, the DNA has to be opened up, and there is a a set of protein molecules that literally separates or or stretches open right in the middle of the the DNA ladder. 
so that that sequence of letters can be read and copied. Secondly, there is a a set of DNA um, transcription molecules that work together. The uh, transcriptome um, is the is the sum of all the transcripts made from all the DNA of a given cellular type. But the work of actually transcribing the DNA from the uh, the original form into an RNA into a copy is the work of an incredible complex of protein molecules that are opening up and then very carefully making the step-by-step, literally the letter-by-letter, half-ladder structure of the RNA. As if that wasn't enough, the RNA transcript, once it's copied and is, as it were, floating in the nuclear environment next to the DNA, it has to be spliced. And so we have a gigantic machine called the spliceosome, which has, again, many constituent protein parts that are necessary to actually snip here and there so as to remove sections of that RNA. You may say, well, if I was going to uh, copy a, a very important page out of a book, I would not come back and start cutting out pieces of that page. Why is this happening? Oh, 25 years ago, if you would read books on DNA and RNA processing, they say, I don't know. That was their answer. <laughs> Evolution. <laughs> Evolution. It just evolved that way. And that's kind of the all-purpose explanation when you don't know something. Oh, evolution explains it. It's, it's kind of a, a, a placeholder for ignorance. And so what they have found since is that the fact that we have these what are called introns that have to be snipped out, and then the pieces that remain, the good pieces, have to be, as it were, joined, spliced. That's why they call this, Bill, the spliceosome. Okay. Because it's snipping and then splicing. So the spliced pieces then form the RNA that goes through that nuclear pore, the gateway. But wait a minute. How did the spliceosome entailing literally a dozen, or in some cases more than a dozen, machine parts, how does it evolve? How did it evolve? Wow. Good question. Proposed answer? I don't know. I mean, (laughs) there's no idea on the horizon. It is such an amazingly fine-tuned and very complex machine with many working parts, all of which are necessary for function. And does that sound familiar, Bill? Irreducible complexity. There we go. Just Michael Behe, again, in his book, Darwin's Black Box, was pointing this out as early as the 1990s, 1996. But back to our question. Then, so what does this um, intron have in it? Does it have anything in it? Well, originally they said they're just, it's just junk. You know, the junk evolved in there and now has to gotten, be gotten rid of. And these pieces, these intron pieces are just discarded. Well, it's not so. They began finding 15 years ago messages embedded in the introns that are absolutely necessary for telling the remaining parts of the DNA, or the RNA rather, what to do. And just this last month, an encryption announcement came. The actual modifications, the methyl tagging, can you believe it, Bill? Wow, we haven't talked about that in a while. Epigenetics. Yeah, epigenetics. We talked about the additional, yeah, we talked about the addition of methyl tags. Now they know that methyl tags are added not to the cytosine, the C letters, but to the A letters. And on our model, that's A, Azure, Asul. It's the Mm -hmm. blue part. So we're going to have to start drilling holes in our blue parts so that we can put our methyl tags in the blue when when you make it represent RNA. But anyway, so what's going on? Well, I'll just read what it says here. 
RNA is composed of four bases, that is four letters, A-U-C-G, and they disseminate a message with fairly simple code. In recent years, research has shown an unprecedented impact of RNA modification, and we're talking about methyl tags added, at all steps of the process. More than 100 different RNA modifications have been identified with roles that involve both binding to proteins, binding to DNA, and binding to other RNA molecules. And now they're finding that there's an encryption. And encryption means there's a code that only you who have the key can read it. And they have now found an encryption code in the exact placement of the methyl tags of RNA. Now, some of you may say, this is going way over my head. And so what I will just say in short is that the research team that published this new report from Aarhus University in Denmark have uncovered something that is akin to a secret code that you have to have the encryption key in order to read it. And this enables you to speed up or to slow down depending on the context, depending on the cell type, which encryption key you're given. And so the people who wrote this article are finding this incredible high level of encryption technology is right there in the intron, that's the snipped out pieces, and the exon. Those are the ones that are spliced together. Isn't that amazing, Bill? I just, the deeper you go down the rabbit hole, the more you've, it's crazy. It is wonderful, and I love the word crazy. Because that's exactly what one scientist at Berkeley, uh, uh, literally a, a very famous astronomer, said, when you see the fine-tuning of the universe, and he was referring to the fine-tuning of the expansion rate that had to be fine-tuned to 70 decimal places. That's a trillionth of 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 1%. If it was faster or slower, the universe would, in, in, in essence, cease to function in an intelligible and life-supporting way. Well, we're seeing complexity everywhere, fine-tuning everywhere, and right here, right here in the encryption used in RNA molecules. God is shouting. The God hypothesis is confirmed again. Thanks for listening to The Universe Next Door. You've been listening to The Universe. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.